Hey, what's going on, everybody? It is episode number 207 of the Audible Farm podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Couch Town Coffee. I drink Couch Town. A lot of my friends now drink Couch Town, and uh, I'll tell you what, I love it. It's great coffee. If you drink coffee, that's pretty much everybody, but if you drink coffee, I highly suggest checking out Couchtown Coffee. It's roasted right here in Iowa. Like I said, it's my favorite coffee. I drink it every morning. Uh, this is a rare occasion where I don't have a cup next to me while I'm recording parts of this. However, uh, the podcast, it's been great, and, and the coffee sponsorship has been here forever. I mean, it's been with us for maybe three years now. Uh, it's, it's the one local sponsor I found that I loved, that I enjoyed, and struck up a nice little sponsorship with, so... Uh, thank you very much, Couchtown, and everybody is highly suggested to check it out. It's I'm not just saying this stuff because they're telling me to. I'm I'm saying this stuff because I actually enjoy the coffee, and uh, I get Couchtown. I'll tell you what, I buy it about every month or so because I buy so much of it. But you can buy just a pound a month, every month from them, whatever you want. Make your own schedule. They'll roast it specifically for you and ship it directly to your house. So if you want to make an order every month, that to get freshest, the freshest, freshest coffee you can have. That'd be the best way to do it. Otherwise I, I get a couple months at a go. And, uh, so I order about every two months, but holy moly, it's still leagues better than any coffee you can buy on the shelf in just about any grocery store anywhere. So highly worth it. If you guys are looking for a new coffee to try, you want to try something new, check it out. Couchtowncoffee.com. Thanks Couchtown. This episode's also brought to you by the Audible Farm Patreon page. All the patrons over there, absolutely big thanks to each and every one of you. It costs just $1 a month, and you can watch video versions of the podcast. And uh, we've, we've already got a lot of patrons over there. Thank you guys very much. And uh, yes, this the, you guys are partly responsible for every single episode that, that comes out now. So uh, I, I definitely just figured it'd be worth announcing. If you guys want to be one of those members check it out go to patreon channel uh patreon.com slash audible farm thanks this episode is a solo episode which which is kind of crazy i try my best never to do these and i've done quite a few which is horrible i don't know uh but believe it or not there's actually a few people that have reached out and they're like i actually like the solo episodes because you get to talk about stuff that you want to talk about it's like huh i guess i never thought of it you know, that way, or thought my opinion mattered enough that somebody would want to hear it. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. But still, I mean, it's, it's weird. I, it's not like I tackle hard hitting topics or anything, but, uh, I do talk about a few things in this episode and, uh, I, I don't know. I enjoy it. I, I talk about the, the differences, uh, that I can see between people that, uh, have a job and play music and, uh, don't have a job and play music and, uh, what other factors, uh, I can see that, just uh, amaze me about musicians. And then I also talk about the f Facebook group for Audible Farm and some of the Facebook changes that have happened. And uh, then I get into talking about the shop and uh, talking about uh, some of my buddies' podcasts. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff going on in Iowa. Uh, music, podcasts, art. It's all firing on all cylinders now. It's crazy. It's crazy. So uh, yeah, if you guys want to hit me up about something you got going on, hit me up. Otherwise, uh, enjoy this episode. It's episode number 207, and it is a solo episode. It's the Audible Farm Podcast. With your host, Peter Stockdale. 
up, everybody? Uh, I'm sitting down solo this week, and uh, I don't really have much like written down. As a matter of fact, I have nothing. I've got nothing here, but I do have a few topics uh, I had kind of thought of on the fly. And uh, first is uh, I was talking to somebody the other day, and they had mentioned that they thought it was wild that I had time to do all the stuff I do which made me think there's a lot of people out there a lot busier than I am doing a lot crazier stuff. And I'm not just uh, speaking like, you know, in general, it's just like the music scene is full of so many people that have, you know, jobs and families and other jobs and then play music and et cetera, et cetera. So I guess like what I'm doing is it's it's pretty neat because I'm doing a lot of stuff, but at the same time, there's a lot of people out there doing so much more uh i mean there's people out there uh, i've said it before that like support the music scene more than i do and i mean i feel like i do a pretty good job but at the same time you know uh, there's only so many hours in the day for me or anyone to do what we need to do to do all the things we want to do especially when it comes down to playing music or spending time with your family or working or whatever there's just not enough hours in the day for anything and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty fun, you know, having a job and staying busy and doing all that stuff. You know, I give guitar lessons to a few, uh, people and it's, it's, it's fun to have the ability to give back in some capacity or another, whether or not it's, you know, having a podcast or writing reviews or, or whatever anyone does. There's people out in the music scene that, uh, have, you know, radio stations and things like that, that support the local music scenes around them. And, um, there's people out there that publish, um, like all the events and things like that. I've done, a, I did a pretty decent job of it for a while. And, uh, uh, hopefully I'll remember to get back into that topic. I'll make a note for myself for that one. But, uh, yeah, I, I got into sharing Facebook events and the events page. And, uh, I mean, there is an audible farm page. Uh, I guess it's a group. It's a Facebook group where you can go in, you can become a member and you can share your events and, kind of find out who else is playing music and ask questions and see who responds and things like that. Plug your merch or whatever else you got coming up. Uh, there's people sharing all sorts of goofy stuff in there, but uh, I wouldn't say every now and then there's a weird post and most of them are just like, I, you know what, I guess this is uh, this is their art or this is their thing and they're putting it in there or uh, this person's a comedian. So you got to give them free, free reign to just put that out there because it's it is what it is but uh i absolutely love having a group like that and people still post in it but uh yeah there's tons of people out there with with jobs and things like that i'll come back to the the facebook group but yeah there's uh lots of people out there with jobs and and things like that that do all sorts of stuff for the music scene so it is pretty wild that uh i guess you know i have a job and play music but then i turn around and i look and it made me think about how there's there's people out there that are in the music scene that uh, only play music, like that's their job. And I think, and I'm just like, wow, that's that'd be cool, you know, to go out there four or five days a week and just play music and that'd be your job. And then I think like, well, if that was your job, it might get monotonous, like a regular job. And there's people, you know, oh, I love doing this, this is great or whatever. But I mean, there's, you feel that way about a lot of things until you have it as your job. And it's I'm not saying it would be a bad or not fun thing. But I'm sure that would come with its own stressors that would be, um, you know, after a while would kind of wear on somebody. So uh, I think it's wild that there's people out there that play music and can live off of it. It's wild. It's cool. They're out there doing it. It's tough. It's not easy. Uh, Every single night, like, 
you don't get to go out and party and hang out with your friends, but you know, you know, you can go out to another town and entertain some people. That's, I mean, that's the job, but you know, it's kind of crazy to think that that's a thing that other people are out there doing. Uh, they don't get to spend time with their friends and family. And it's, you almost have like an opposite work schedule. Like you work a second shift. I mean, it's afternoon. As soon as everyone gets off work from their jobs, you uh, have the car loaded and you're on the road to your gig and then you don't get home until well after midnight. And then, you know, back at it again. That's, it's kind of weird to think about that, you know? So I, I guess, I don't know the, the concept I was thinking of today was just how it's crazy that there's, it, I mean, it takes all kinds of people, but it's wild to think that, um, yes, there's people that have a job and play music, but then there's people that have like, have a job and play music and, uh, give guitar lessons, you know, one night a week. And then there's people that, you know, play music or and have a podcast and I'm I'm not the only one that does that either there's people out there plenty of people out there doing that and there's uh people out there that you know play music and have a job and have a family you know and I don't I mean I have a family everyone's got a family of some sort to an extent but uh well I guess I shouldn't say that there would be yes there would definitely be scenarios where people wouldn't but um you know I I don't have you know that aspect of my life um really to worry about. So I, I, it's all just like, that's something I don't have to think about. That's a time consuming thing that I don't, I don't have on my plate that a lot of people think about. So, um, I guess, you know, do with that what you will, but is, is whatever. So, but yeah, it's, it's kind of weird to think that, you know, like I don't have anything tying me down in that aspect. So it does give me the ability to kind of have free reign to choose that, what I want to do with my time. So, that might be the benefit I'd say, I guess I have that some people don't have. And I, I look at that as another thing that, you know, it's, it's wild to think there's people out there with families that are playing music and they have the time to do that, or they have a family that supports it. And it's, that's mind blowing to me too. I mean, it, it's great. It's just great all around that there's people a willing to do that and be willing to support them. And, uh, that's a great thing. So, uh, yeah, if you're a musician, uh, and you have a spouse, <laughs> just uh let them know how thankful you are that that's around and uh if you're a spouse listening to this and you have a musician that you're married to um <laughs> point them in the direction of this audio and uh get your dues because uh, it's 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 it deserves some praise on both ends but uh yeah it takes a special kind of person i would say that would want to have much to do with a musician just based on the fact of how like weird the time schedule is and how busy it is like you want to go out Friday? Nope, can't. You know, like, you want to go out Saturday night? Nope, can't. So, like, the only times you get to do stuff are, like, you know, Saturday morning or, like, maybe early afternoon. And, I mean, people that try to get on the podcast understand that, too, because it's like I tell them, it's like Friday and Saturday nights, I just, I'm just generally cannot do the podcast and record with people. So, it's unfortunate, but it's just the way it is. I mean, there's, I have Friday nights and Saturday nights that are free every now and then, but usually by the time those come around, I want to take the night off and just enjoy myself. But, you know, it, it just comes back to, there's a lot of people with a lot of things going on and it's, it's kind of wild to sit there and think that, that any of us have time to play music. Um, I was at jam night in Barnum, Barnum, Iowa. There's a jam night every Tuesday night. Anybody's welcome to show up. It's a lot of acoustic and folk and country and some light rock and every now and then some heavier stuff gets brought in it's a little bit of everything so if you can play something swing on over and do that but uh i was just sitting there and and 
I was there and someone says, I can't believe this is in Barnum, Iowa. And it's like, I guess I'm desensitized because I've been going there for so long. It's like been four years I've been going to the jam night there almost. And pretty much since the beginning of this podcast. But yeah, it's wild to think that. And I'm thinking to myself like, yeah, you know, Barnum is a small town. There's not, it's not like it's tiny, but there's really, there's really not much there. I don't know what the population is. A couple hundred, like maybe, I don't know. But yeah, I mean, look it up. It's small. It's right outside of Fort Dodge, but it's just like some random town where people from all around come to. And some people come from, you know, almost an hour away. And every now and then I know people that show up, uh, uh, Clint Wheelman. He's been, he's a drummer in three finger Betty. He's been on the podcast before he, uh, occasionally will drive up and he's, he lives about an hour and a half away. So, uh, it's, it's just kind of, you know, whatever, Who, whoever shows up, whenever they can show up, they show up and play music. And it's, it's pretty wild because every week it's a little bit different. And, you know, there's some people from the Fort Dodge scene that show up and other people from, you know, even farther away than Clint traveled, uh, will show up. And it's, it's wild because you never know who's going to be there. A couple of those people ended up booking gigs out of the deal. So it's kind of neat that that's, you know, um, was an option on, on those occasions. And I'm not saying that's always going to be an option, but, uh, you know, it's wild that those are a thing, you know, and I, I think that's one of the testaments to the the music scene up here is the fact that the, like, the bar owners will do that. Sometimes they'll go to other venues and watch watch people play and then, and then book them for their venues in that capacity. So it's fun that there's those opportunities available to us up here, too, as well. But, uh, yeah, it's wild to think that you know, any of us have a time to just meet up on a random Tuesday night. Like it's like a weeknight. I mean, that's about the only nights you can do jams, but it's wild to think that, you know, we all just stumble to a bar and show up and play music. And it's, it's even crazier that it's good. <laughs> I know that's like, I'm not trying to toot all of our horns, but you know, jam nights, generally speaking, jam nights go pretty smooth. Um, I would say that like 90% of the the different jams that I've shown up to have gone very, very smooth. Excuse me on that. Um, but yeah, it's kind of wild to think that, you know, yeah, there's every now and then a sour note or somebody has to figure out where a song's going. And a lot of it's follow the leader kind of stuff. But uh, it's, it's wild to think that it gets pulled off as well as it does. And everybody kind of stays out of each other's way well enough and doesn't step on each other's toes musically you know, for the most part. And when that happens, you just, you just get, roll with the punches. Cause Hey, that's jam night. Um, or the old adage is, uh, that's showbiz baby. So yeah, you just let it go. And I mean, it's wild too, to think that there's people that will just show up to that to enjoy the music and, uh, have a couple drinks at the junkyard and then scoot on out of their merry way. So, uh, yeah, regardless of whether or not you're out there and you have a job and you're playing music or you uh, don't have a job and just play music or you, play music and all of your other like quote-unquote jobs uh, revolve around music like I know people that like play music and give guitar lessons and or have music shops and or etc etc you know it's just something with music in some capacity that gets them some sort of you know money but it's it's just wild to think that that is also you know the people that just play music for a living don't necessarily just play music for a living uh but you know that's something else to think about too is those people are also out there with multiple jobs trying to trying to pull in an income so 
you know, regardless of whether or not you have a job and play music or you don't have a job and you play music or you have 20 jobs and play music, uh, it's wild to think that we're all out there kind of doing the same thing. And uh, music is such a broad structure that it's so different. Like, go to uh, like an independent like rock show in like a bigger city and tell me that that's not something fun or go to a punk show or a metal show and tell me those aren't fun. I mean, I, I get it, like, the, the cream of the crop that a lot of people want to go see is the cover bands, and I get it, you want to hear the songs you want to hear, um, but yeah, go to one of those and tell me those aren't fun, and tell me, and you'll sit, you'll never sit and think of and look at your instrument the same way ever again, you know, um, for example, like, I play a PVT-60, and a lot of people think, like, oh, that's kind of like a country music guitar, and it's like, yeah, it kind of is a country music guitar, but these days, people are playing all sorts of stuff on it, and, like, at jam night, uh, I let somebody else use it for a while and they were playing some Alice in Chains through it. And it's, it's just wild to think that that's a thing too. So, uh, you know, and it sounded great and it's just, it's just crazy. I don't know the whole concept of music and how broadly it's structured and how we all come together to kind of play regardless of what kinds of music we prefer to pl- prefer to play. Uh, that's especially at jam nights, you know, cause I, I don't sing. So I just follow the leader and I get, I get to play whatever they play. So, and uh, the one, if it's like you want to play something, it's like I do, but I, I can't sing and play, and I don't know all the lyrics, and then so that turns into a no, and uh, that's how that works. But you know, it's really fun to uh, to go out there and do that, and just see how many people show up. You know, and some weeks are busier than others, and you know, some people never go to jam nights and they just go play shows. You know, and that's why I said go to go to some of those independent shows. You know, or go see some of the cover bands that are in your area that are aren't you if you're you know, in a cover band, just go check out the other ones, you know, and see what, just see what they have to offer and just enjoy the, enjoy the music and see that, you know, some of the songs you play are the same as some are different and the crowd loves it all just the same and it's all just as enjoyable. So that's, uh, I guess in a nutshell, I guess I was just thinking generally about the difference between people who have jobs and play music or don't have jobs and play music. And, uh, I guess I'm wowed by both. So, uh, it's, it's wild to think, you know, I guess there was a point in time, during this podcast where I was not employed and uh, I I guess I say that in the general sense that like I had a job and you know worked uh, for a music store I didn't work at the music store but I I gave guitar lessons through the music store so um, that was when there was a music store that was in Humboldt uh, Trammel Music it was awesome it's tons of fun see it pop up in my Facebook memories every now and then I had a blast giving guitar lessons out of there. I met a lot of cool people, and uh, some of my best students, uh, you know, that I ever met were were right there. I, I spent so much time with them and uh, had a place to go give lessons. and And lessons slowed down during COVID, as it did a lot of things. And now they're now they're back up and running. And I've got some some young promising students coming in, and some students learning new instruments. and It's it's wild the talent level of some of the kids these days. I just think like I wish. I was more open-minded growing up um, when it comes to to music and what was available to learn and who was available to teach you those things. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's definitely been something else that has passed my mind quite a bit recently has been um, how much, like, I've opened up my spectrum of enjoying just general music. Uh, When I was younger, I, I definitely picked a lane and stuck with it. And that's, I mean, everyone kind of does that to an extent when you're growing up, you're like, this is the best music. This is the music everyone should be listening to. This is the fun music. Um, 
you know, or you go through phases where it's like I went through a rap phase and then I went through a rock phase and then, you know, whatever. But uh, that's just, I feel like that's such a weird thing that a lot of us did. And there's like a lot of younger people that are growing up and they're way more open to a lot of music than I guess I was growing up. Uh, The difference, I guess, would be more time has elapsed and more music has come out and uh, they have more to choose from. So maybe they don't have or maybe they don't have anybody influencing them, uh, telling them, you know, don't listen to this music. It's crappy or whatever, you know, like maybe that's a thing. Uh, not that anybody was doing that for me, but, uh, yeah, I guess like my, my general thing with that was I just kind of listened to music. I enjoyed, I didn't really pick a lane when I was super young. My parents listened to like oldies and they barely listened to music. Usually it was on like the radio and a lot of times the radio was talk radio. So, uh, I kind of grew up just picking out whatever songs I liked and I, my, like my childhood guilty pleasure was always those like, uh, pop bands. I don't know why they were just, uh, probably what was on like all the now CDs and all that stuff. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. So I kind of enjoyed a lot of those until I finally found like punk rock music. And then I started swinging into the metal lane and I just stayed with like the, that as my general gist of things I enjoyed. And then I started playing the guitar and it was pretty much like anybody that plays a guitar good is, you know, that's good music. And then it's like, well, what's good guitar? And I was like, well, that's, it's shredding fast with lots of distortion. And then you find out like there's dudes playing bluegrass playing faster than <laughs> dudes playing metal, like more notes per minute. And you're like, oh that's crazy. And it's like, Oh, they're doing it on a clean guitar channel too. And you're like, what? Like there's what? So that's the kind of stuff where you start to think to yourself, Oh, there's different styles of music out there. And, uh, even if I kind of get good at one of them and I will say kind of get good at one of them, um, still like leagues and leagues and leagues away from being any good at any of the other styles. So that was kind of an eye opener when I finally started to like learn different styles, whether it be, uh, blues, which is like ridiculously dominant in my playing style now, or, uh, country, which I am not the best at. So uh, there's a lot of like blues influence in all of my country playing and with only a handful of country, like kind of licks thrown in there. But that's just, I guess that's kind of what I'm getting at is like, I, I wished I, I still wish like, Oh, you know, I should have listened to more music growing up. And then, you know, it's like, we'll start now. And it's like, well, I don't know. I don't really want, I'm listening to a lot of podcasts and I've turned, maybe I'm turning into my parents. Oh man, that's such a bummer. Everyone turns into their parents. It's inevitable. Uh, just pick the good traits. Uh, but yeah, so I listen to a lot of, uh, radio, uh, podcasts, excuse me. And I don't really listen to a whole lot of music and it's, I guess like there's always time to listen to whatever country music or whatever you think to kind of, you know, get good at, you know, figuring out what these people are doing, uh, in order, you know, you can listen to it a bunch and kind of get in your brain, some of the patterns that you hear frequently or some of the types of licks or styles that you hear and kind of try to emulate them. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. That just comes down to like studying and practicing and a recent less, uh, podcasted with Eric Lee, I talked with him. It's been a while since I've sat down and like practiced, practiced. And, uh, like the only thing I've really like practiced, practiced in a while is, is actually the bass guitar. And that's because I started giving bass guitar lessons to a young person that ended up like pretty much coming up to my skill level, uh, on the bass. So it's like, I have to actually practice this instrument to get better than them and stay ahead of them. And now that's like a, a game of cat and mouse in that sense where I, I have to learn things to teach him. 
And uh, eventually it's going to come to a point where I'm not going to be able to teach him anymore and he's going to have to go somewhere else. But that's also going to be fun because, you know, you you teach him as much as you can and you send him somewhere else. And I've done that with guitar students before before, and they've succeeded very well at at the next level uh, with a new teacher. Sometimes that's all it takes, too, is just uh, vibing with the teacher. And uh, maybe that's, you know... I remember the teachers I had that I enjoyed, and I just hope that I'm a good guitar teacher for uh, the students that have me. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. As as far as uh, just generally speaking, I I've kind of just sidetracking on a lot of different conversations here. Uh, I did mention earlier about the Facebook event page, so I don't know if anybody else's Facebooks, um, their apps on their phone updated. Mine updated. It looks. Uh, very not enjoyable. It's not easy to use. It's cumbersome. Some of the things have been worked out and made easier, and some of the things have now been made more difficult, and that's just always what happens with updates. As soon as you get used to one, they're going to update something else. As soon as you get used to an algorithm, they're going to change it, whatever. So um, I do have uh, an Audible Farm group on Facebook, and the groups are nice because there's, like, you know, um, different music groups, and I'm in, like, you know, some pv guitar groups and and whatever else you can choose there's groups for everything you know memes and just all sorts of nonsense um seinfeld wrestle posting i i don't run it i don't have anything to do with it i just sit in the group and laugh at stuff so uh yeah the audible farm group i created that so people could share events and things like that and people do and i love it uh i used to go in there and just plow that thing full of events that would pretty much any event that was in iowa that came across my timeline i just popped it in there uh, so it's like events from like past guests, buddies of mine, people I've met at shows, just anything. So there's a bunch of those going in there and there was constantly like, uh, like the event list was, it was usually around 200, 200 plus events upcoming that I had just popped in there. And I had finally gotten a handful of people used to go, just going to the event page and just being like, what's around and, uh, they can check it out that way. And, uh, now it's very, very, very 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 inconvenient <laughs> it's very inconvenient for me to uh to do that and it's not just like a time thing because it was taking up a lot of time but now with the new facebook up- upgrade it's a uh, update it's not necessarily as easy to for me to post to the page with without using like my personal account or something like that and i don't really want to do that so i'm just not going to and uh that's uh just my choice uh it's unfortunate that facebook is inconvenient in that fashion but that's just what I'm going to choose to do. So uh, if you guys want to keep sharing things in there, that would be awesome. Um, that uh, That's the best I can tell you. I mean, that's, there's about 500 people in the group, maybe a little bit more. And, uh, you know, various forms of interaction go on in there. And I really, really enjoy. <laughs> I don't know. I just enjoy that. I enjoy this podcast. It was started as a way for people to get to know one another and kind of interact. And uh, that's a fun place to do it. So I appreciate everyone that's done that. People that have been commenting and sharing lately absolutely love it thank you guys uh very much guys and gals everyone in between i love it uh it's the event page is still there i still love it i still check it out i still get notifications when people post in it i've been going through randomly every now and then and liking things but uh i just doing the best i can there's not enough time and it's just like i said it's just inconvenient it used to just be as easy as cop easy as copy pasting uh an event in there uh just straight with the link and now i gotta change logins and go through a different route to try to post things in there and it's just not as not as fun it's not as fun and easy 
But that calendar is still there, and you guys can check that out. Throw your events in there all around Iowa, whatever you got going on. Uh, it's definitely worth checking out if you guys want to support the music scene, those around you, see what's going on, or just kind of contribute as a whole. That's that's why that that is there. That's pretty much Audible Farm run run by uh, the fans. It's That's the inmates running the asylum right there. And I absolutely, like I said, I love it when people say, new merch, boom, here it is. Uh, new music, wham, there it is. Music videos, boom. Events, wham. Uh, whether or not you share the events or or flyers, whatever you want to share, you can share. There's some people that just share flyers, and uh, that's cool. The event won't make it on the event page because it's not, you know. But if you share an event link in there, it will show up on the calendar within the group. So I don't know. It's just kind of a fun group. Go check it out. Click on a couple of the little tabs in there and see what comes on and things like that. Uh, otherwise, the Audible Farm Facebook page itself is just uh, it's the same as it's always been. Uh, the only update I made kind of recently was to the shop. I made some updates to the shop, and the shop updates was uh, new hoodies. And I got new hoodies in. Uh, I still have a couple pre-orders from people that they, you know, were trying to meet up. They swear they're going to make it to, you know, something sometime or, or I tell them I'm going to be driving through your town. And then unfortunately it's a day when they're not in town. So I just haven't got their stuff delivered. And, uh, but yeah, we're just waiting to meet up with one another. However, I do, I do still have hoodies left. I have a small through extra large and there is limited quantities of small and medium. So if you want those, you better hop on them. Otherwise, I've got a handful of uh, large and a handful of extra large for those people that want those. Uh, all the larger sizes I got delivered to people that bought them, snapped them up right away. Of course they did. And uh, they're out there. They're gone. Um, so small through extra large is what I've got there. Or uh, if you don't live near me and you don't know how to contact me, you can't make it to a show ever, just uh, there's an Audible Farm shop. It's shop.audiblefarm.com. There's probably a link down below. Uh, otherwise just go to audiblefarm.com click on the links boom there you go uh, just find them zip up hoodies three three color logo on the back uh, i love it just love it um, yeah so hoodies are back in uh, t-shirts i've had people commenting about t-shirts they want uh, there's a lot of people that want those nwo style t-shirts back in i i keep saying i'm not going to do it i might make a different run of an alternate coloring or something I just don't think I, I don't think I, I want to have too many of those. Those are just like a special run once in a lifetime kind of deal. And, uh, the blues are all sold out and I've got limited sizes of, of, uh, the red and black or the black and white. So check those out too. Otherwise classic audible farm shirts, always in, always in stock. I've got a lot of sizes of those. I've got some light gray and some dark gray. Uh, I've worn both. I, I prefer both. Uh, depends on what's going on. I like the dark gray ones because it's understated. You get up close and you're like, oh, Audible Farm shirt. Uh, but from far away, it just kind of looks like a nice little neat design that's against this dark gray shirt. So I don't know. I kind of enjoy those. It's a subtle advertising. I enjoy that quite a bit. Um, otherwise, there's stickers and things like that on, on the Audible Farm shop as well. Or find me at a show. I got stickers. I always got stickers. There's always stickers available. Um, somewhere, I've got a sticker. So if you want one, hit me up got an audible farm sticker otherwise uh buy them buy them on the uh shop there the it's always fun to just stash the stickers around places and and see how long they stay there and and give them to people and see where they stick them i've been to venues before i'm like i didn't stick one of those stickers there but you know when when you've 
I don't, I don't even know what the quantity would be. When you've had as many stickers as I've had and given them out to guests and, and things like that or sold them on the shop or, or at shows and things like that, man, it's, uh, yeah, when you give away that many stickers and have that many that you've sold and, and things, it's, they're going to end up somewhere. So, yeah, it's kind of fun to just run into them over and over and over again in different places where I didn't stick them. So if you've got stickers from me and you keep sticking them somewhere, thank you. I appreciate it. Otherwise, uh, yeah, I, I try to find, like, nice places to stick them where it won't be too, you know, ridiculous. But uh, I still think stickering uh, at, near, or around um, music venues definitely needs to keep keep happening. There's most music venues I go to, there's something that's been stickered already that kind of lets you know you can put stickers here. Um, otherwise I'm not just like plastering one right in the middle of the mirror on a random bar. You know, that's like, that's uncalled for. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I don't know if I can find like the back of like a no parking sign or something like in the parking lot, you know, that's weird. No parking sign in a parking lot. But yeah, if I can find like, you know, the back of a sign like that, that's kind of unobtrusive, I'll slap one on there and be like, wham, this is here. If somebody ever climbs back here, they'll see it. You know, so I try to stick them in like fun places like that where, you know, a passerby might see it, but uh, it wouldn't be seen by just uh, average everyday people. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I just love the sticker thing. Putting stickers out everywhere is awesome. Um, yeah, I, I think this is going to be pretty close to the end of this podcast. I do want to just give a couple shout outs to uh, uh, the McAllister Hours been pretty fun listen to a couple of the recent episodes wild wild podcast absolutely love it uh sent me a clip of a recent one uh definitely definitely worth checking out some fun guests on there always something different and uh that's what makes that one so much fun otherwise uh yeah go check that one out otherwise uh confused breakfast podcast located right here in iowa uh, is a podcast reviewing movies and it's very fun. And, uh, I have, I've had Mike Schulte on here before and he doesn't need me to promote his podcast cause it's, it's actually that popular. And I know what you're saying, like, well, it's that popular, but, uh, no, go back and listen to the Mike Schulte episode, the most recent one. It is, it's insane how popular that podcast got. And, uh, f- for a good reason, like I've, I am a self-proclaimed, not really a movie guy, but I will say that well over half of the movies that they've had on their podcast I've seen. And I, I bet the average person has seen 50% of the movies on there. And that's, that's everybody, you know, like the average person, like what was it? I recently watched or listened to the episode with predator. Um, but they've, they've had Tommy boy and like, you know, there's just any classic movie you can think of from like the eighties until now, uh, I want to say till now, 80s, 90s, maybe some of the 90s, maybe a little bit of the 70s. They went on a 70s run there. Uh, the Warriors, that was a good one. Mike Mike Schulte said he'd never seen The Warriors. Shame, shame. But then again, I've never seen a lot of the other movies that have that have been on there. So it, I will say this. It got me to the point where I started like seeing what episodes were on there. I was like, oh, I must have skipped past this Batman one. So what do I do? I go, I listen to like, three minutes of it. I'm like, nah, no, nah, I'm, I'm going to watch Batman first. So I watched Batman and then I got to listen to it afterwards. And I'll tell you what, I, I probably listened to 20 episodes without watching the movie first. And I've, I've done two watching the movie first. It takes a lot more time to watch the movie first and everything, which is, you know, I'm just not a movie guy. I don't like sitting down in one spot forever, but it does help you understand a lot of the uh, niche commenting they're doing on certain things and like little bits and scenes. So funny. It is so funny. 
Um, otherwise, they do a great job of, like, you remember that one part where this is happening? Well, basically, this happens, and this is why it's ridiculous. And they talk about that stuff all the time. And uh, it's such a fun podcast. It's definitely worth checking out if you watch movies. And guess what? Everyone's watched movies. So uh, go give it a spin. I say just go pull up Confused Breakfast. As a matter of fact, just scroll back and go find the Mike Schulte episode. Uh, Click on that one. Listen to it. You'll love the guy. And then you'll be like, yeah, I want to listen to more of this guy. Scroll down. Right there is the link to the Confused Breakfast uh, or confusedbreakfast.com. I'm sure it's that. Um, I, I don't know why it wouldn't be. Uh, but yeah, so check that out. Uh, listen to the episodes. Just scroll through the episodes. You'll find something you'll enjoy. Listen to it. Laugh. Even if it's just for one episode. Thank me later. It's such a, I don't know. It's a fun one. And like I said, he doesn't need me to promote it. He's doing very well on his own on that podcast. So uh, congrats on the three of you over there. Uh, Confused Breakfast. Uh, yeah, they're going to do they're gonna do all their promoting on their own over there. So check that out. Totally worth it. Uh, once again, the McAllister hours, uh, wild. It's always fun. Uh, you never know what's going to come out of that podcast. And that's one of my favorite things about it, I think is, uh, the conversations are all over the map every single week. Uh, sometimes very serious guests come on and sometimes it's all just fun and games. So, and sometimes he likes to have fun and games with the serious people. And sometimes he likes to get serious with the people that are all fun and games. So that's, that's why, I don't know, that's why I enjoy it. It's, it's really fun to listen to. Uh, check that one out as well. Otherwise, I just got to say thanks for listening to the Audible Farm podcast. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll just say all my, my thanks in the, in the outro of this. And that's how this is going to run down. So thank you guys. And yeah, I'll see you in the outro. Well, there it is. A little shorty for you. A little nice little short episode. I like to keep the solo ones a little short. I've done longer ones. That's whatever. I don't know. Half an hour is plenty of just sitting sitting, listening, talking to me. And we're already past a half an hour. So thank you guys for sitting down and listening to me. If uh, you guys want to post anything in that Audible Farm group on Facebook, just have at it. Slam it in there. Uh, otherwise, check out all the Audible Farm social media. You can find links to all of that at audiblefarm.com. Uh, otherwise, it's it's at Audible Farm. Pretty much anywhere you go, anything you look at, at Audible Farm. Uh, you go shop.audiblefarm.com to find those hoodies I was talking about. There's a link to that down below. Uh, otherwise, audiblefarm.com has links to the YouTube page where you can watch video clips of what's on the Patreon channel. You can watch guitar dip videos. You can listen to the podcast. Uh, if you wherever you're listening to it now if you don't want to listen to it here again or if you're already listening to it on youtube hit the subscribe button it makes me smile uh it's awesome it takes like a second for you and it shows your support and uh it'll make me smile for a lot longer than a second so uh that's that's more than the law of equivalent exchange and i enjoy it so much because you're getting miles of smiles out of me so otherwise just follow me on all the social medias audible farm at audible farm pretty much anywhere you go for social medias that is definitely there uh once again, that shop, uh, we've got the hoodies in, find me at a show, hit me up. If you want to save, uh, on shipping and things like that, I'll bring, I'll bring hoodies to a show. I'm not scared. Uh, otherwise, yeah, that's, that's pretty much everything I got for this week. I don't have a whole lot more. Check out the other podcasts I talked about. Uh, what's your opinion on, uh, you know, people who's, who's the busiest, who's the busiest here? Uh, you know, I, I definitely think it's the people with the families that are out there with a the job. It's like, how do you find time for all that? But, uh, yeah. 
Otherwise, uh, I'm still amazed by people who are just musicians, and they're not just musicians usually. So uh, hats off to everybody out there making music in any capacity, whether you're uh, in a cover band or in some jam scenes or whether or not you're in uh, the independent rock scenes or, the, or the, you know, your local indie scenes, whatever it is. Country, it's all good. It's all crazy. There's so many bands around here doing so much cool stuff. And, uh, yeah, I guess one, one last, it's not even really an announcement, but, uh, yeah, this is uh, definitely something I saw on social media. It's not, uh, I don't know, it's just sad. It's sad. Uh, lefties in Des Moines, the namesake for lefties, if you've ever wondered, was a three-legged dog. And uh, three-legged dog, that's what the, the picture is on the back of the stage. That's what everybody knows is their social media. It's, three, it's a dog with three legs and a bandage where the fourth leg should be so this uh this was a dog that lefties was named after and uh, lefty has passed away so it's a sad deal condolences all around uh, i've played multiple shows at lefties and by multiple i've probably played 30 40 shows 50 shows at lefties i don't know i've played a lot of shows over the years at lefties so uh it's a sad deal and uh yeah so that's definitely a thing and yeah i uh i guess i don't know i'm not the best at uh consoling people in these times i guess i don't know and this is a podcast and uh, it's unfortunate that i ended it on a bummer that's probably not the best way to do it uh but uh happy hunting in uh over the peaceful rainbow there lefty and i will be out of here so uh if you guys never been to lefties it's definitely worth checking out it's a fun venue great sound system great people it's uh it's definitely cool it's uh it's worth checking out so yeah uh check that out otherwise you can check out all the audible farm goodness at audiblefarm.com and i am out of here peace